listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our little show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Hi, Frank. Hi. Morning. <laughs> Hi. Hi. That's it. People think they've accidentally tuned into Glee. Yeah. Lovely to have are. you back. It's nice to be back. You've been um, so busy. Oh, what yeah. bear thinking about. Well, I'll tell you, now I know... Something that you don't like, Emily, is people... Um, That's the end of that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was me. <laughs> is people telling you about their dreams? Yes, I believe I once said it was more boring than people telling you about their problems. <laughs> yes. Well, um, but I would like to share just a brief dream I had the other night, uh, which has been nagging at me. Can I just say, I quite like it when we do dream analysis on the show. I don't know if that... <laughs> well, works. I... Um, yeah, but don't do it. And then the shark ate the bubble gum and I was running down a corridor. <laughs> no, no, this was... It was a bit more... Um, it was horribly believable. I was... Um, I was crossing the River Thames on a bridge with my partner and um, suddenly, unexpectedly, it was no special event, the red arrows appeared <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> if you've ever been surprised by the red arrows, 8, 12, 15. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I mean, in a... In a public display yeah. um, context, not, I mean, not individually in any way. Yeah, they didn't appear, I don't mind individually. In keep it clean. I don't want to hear about it's them being someone's in... Someone's proofread a document and yeah. just doodled in all the margins. I don't say I went into a urinal and they were there in V formation. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they, they were in V formation in the sky. The usual red, white and blue smoke. Yeah. You know, standard, <laughs> standard arrow procedure. Um... Do they have? Um, I, what I was thinking about this after, after I woke up. Do they have a? Do they have a military role? The Red Arrows? Oh, they oh, just. I see what you mean. Oh. Yeah. I imagine them sort of pointing out em enemy <laughs> camps with their pointy <laughs> formation over uh, over here, kind of a way. <laughs> you know the opening titles to um, Dad's Army. Yes. If they could, if they, I don't know if they got reversed. Do they have a reverse? I don't on, on they have a, reverse on, a, on, I don't on, know. on planes. No. no? I see I them as purely decorative, these characters. Yeah, well, I wonder, though. I wonder if they... Because I think they're, they're you know, they're, I've, I know they look like real men, if you know what I mean. I mean mm. men, because I've seen there's a signed photo of them on John Coleshaw's wall when you go into his flat. <laughs> so they look, like, they look like tough guys. Are they uh, ex-military personnel? I think they are military. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I love a I think, I think they still are, yeah. Any yeah. military listening, Hello. But I, does that mean that... <laughs> well, I'm just saying, shout out. You know in Ain't Half Hot Mom, where there's the sort of... The, the, ent, ent, the Ents people who go around, you know, meet the gangers, the boys are here. The boys to entertain you. Are they that? Are they basically just entertainment? So they, they don't... Um, they don't do any war. You think they might straddle the line between entertainment <laughs> and warfare? I don't know. They, oh. um... I don't, I, I, I'm confused about their role, but like someone out there will know. <laughs> but presumably, guys, that display aviation is quite, it looks quite harrowing, some of it. Harrowing? That's <laughs> <laughs> it looks. I wondered if, you, if, say, at the Naffy, they've got an outdoor snooker table, yeah. if they could use the shadow <laughs> of the red arrows to line the reds up, if the triangle was missing that. <laughs> Just a thought. Anyway, um, they crashed in the dream, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I wasn't, wow. sure, wasn't sure whether to bring that up, but down they all went. It was awful. 
Absolutely <laughs> awful. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, and I've now... There was a blue one at the front. And what did you do? Nothing. What are you doing there? I a know, it was like, it looked like a nib uh, dipped this? in ink. There was one blue plane at the front who suddenly stopped. But no, uh, they must having, have... not having an interloper in there. No, <laughs> he did, he did like... Can I just plane? say, I feel really sorry for you that you dream about red arrows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have really... I have dreams about relationships and friends and <laughs> things like that and conversations, but you dream about plane formations. <laughs> well, I mean, they're still... They're not every day, aren't they? One rarely sees the uh, the red arrows. Certainly after my dream. And I don't think they'll be turning up in my dream again. Anyway, the, the, the blue one at the front stopped and they crashed and all fell into um, the sea. So... Be careful if you're a red arrow. These, these are the sort of dreams you have when you're doing a, a live TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Now, we've had an answer to your red arrows question. OK. And it's from Sanjay, a.k.a. 255. OK. It begins, hi, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The red arrow. Are we going to trust this bloke's information? <laughs> I mean, let's give him a pass on Paul and see how the okay. red arrow stuff is. Doing. Okay. The red arrows are part of the RAF. They well, are, I, I think I established that. They are oh, already. You've got off on such a bad foot with Sanjay because no, board no, game. it's they all right. are the RAF aerobatics team. Yeah. The pilots who fly them are all frontline squadron pilots. They have to apply and go through a selection process to be part of the Reds team. Oh. They change every year. They've even had a female pilot on the team. I hope this helps. I'm not sure about the word of the use of the word even. <laughs> even, yeah. Yeah. Because you know what they drive like. I bet, I bet she was the one in blue. Maybe. But she said, I don't look very good in red. <laughs> and, and then suddenly put the brakes on, you know. A, a, a hedgehog. And the I bet there was is... a hedgehog on the cloud. They spend too much time gossiping when they've got their yes. formations to be doing. Becky... I'm, gla- I'm glad that they've got um, lady, yes. ar- lady Arrows. Well, Becky yeah. from South Staffordshire also says all Red Arrow pilots have previously been pilots in the RAF. And when okay. they finish their time with the Red Arrows, they go back to their duties. Okay, fair enough. So it's, it's like a year off. Yeah, exactly. Gap yeah. year. When I say a year off, I would not want to be flying a foot away from four other aeroplanes. This is one. The middle, the bloke in the middle must just yeah. spend the whole flight going, <laughs> not even, he's got to be flying like, I can't even look out the window. Stop, keep going. <laughs> really braced for it. So it's a really stressful year oh, off. Oh, what a stressful. stressful. Tell me about it, Frontline duty. I mean, I don't know how many outings they have, the uh, the arrows, but you've got to say in a year they're going to be doing yeah. 20, 20 jobs, so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all this That's is another good texting. How many outings can you expect in a year as a red arrow? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You can text in on 8.12.15 to Paul at Absolute <laughs> Radio, yeah. where, where Paul is waiting for your text. Ever been surprised by the red arrow? I still had no answer to that. Can you believe it? I mean, <laughs> no, we've not had an answer to that. Um, it did make me think, though, after the dream, the, the horrors at the end of the dream of seeing them go down. I mean, I, there was nothing graphic, but even so, just seeing them drop, I did think maybe it's time to stop the Red Arrows. It's I, an accident well, waiting to happen. I think mean, that's it, quite a big leap, Frank, just because you had a dream. Yeah, if you'd seen what I'd seen. 
think it might have had more it's to do with... It's just not safe, that's what I'm saying. I think Too you, close! I think you rightly analysed it as being uh, possibly an anxiety dream to do with live television. I think it perhaps could have been that. <laughs> but even so, it did bring home the fact that the red arrows do it's... fly, in my opinion, a little bit too close to each other. Yeah. Yes, I know what you mean. And I think that that has its pitfalls. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, I, I'm selfless. I gain or lose nothing by what happens to the arrows, other than you know my basic humanitarianism. I'm just saying, guys, you could do, you could put a foot either side. We'd be happy. We'd be happy with a looser arrow. <laughs> okay. Why not just have one big, enormous, pointy plane and just paint some other planes <laughs> on the bottom? Then paint the sky on it, and no oh, one, ev- everyone would think, "Well, look at that," and everyone would be safe. That I is like, clever. I like that the red arrows. I love the red arrows. I don't want to see them perish. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had some correspondence in from Jo. Yeah. And she's not 100% happy with us, Frank. Okay. She says, you mocked him. I'm not going to do a tone of voice, because you know when people do a tone of voice. I've told you that people should text an email with with stage directions. Yes. You mocked him for saying even women, him being... I'm calling this so far, in brackets, <laughs> firm but not reprimanding. Yeah. This is when Sanjay referred to even women being okay. Red Arrow pilots. You mocked him, i.e. Sanjay, for saying even women. Yes. But maybe it was because you'd gone on so much about them being manly men in the Red Arrows in the first place. Oh, Three wow. exclamation yes. marks, Joe. Oh, yeah. Joe. Uh, Joe's got a point, I'll be fair with you. I was basing it all on... Um, John Coleshaw's apartment <laughs> decoration of the Red Arrows, where they were all male. That's right. I mean, uh, had there been um, a female on that, that, that would have put it in my mind. But you're quite right. I do think of them as... Um, yes, I, um, I was a hypocrite. Joe, you're right. But it's also that, you know... Forgive me for this, Frank, and I put myself in the same bit of the Venn diagram here, but neither of us are as alpha as, as a... Manly red arrow. So no. I think well, I'll drink to that. I don't think at... I'm as alpha as a female red arrow. I, <laughs> yeah. that's I think, be, in fact, uh... I'm the most alpha person in this room. Possibly, I think that probably yeah. is true. I Thank mean, you. I think I would look at a photo of the red arrows uh, all standing up, and the the song "Macho Macho Man" would just be playing constantly look, in my can, head. Oh, you can love I, that one, Al. Brackets and woman. <laughs> but can I be? If I'm going to be completely honest, which I do like to be. Yeah, you do, don't you? Sorry. Um, <laughs> When I was at the Coleshaw flat and I saw the portrait <laughs> of the Red Arrows, I started left to right and I think I got through about three of them before I got a bit fed up. Because, you know, at the end right. of the day, although I respect the Red Arrows as, a, as, a, as an aerobatics team, <laughs> yeah. I don't need to know them individually. Was yeah. it something? I mean, I think the RAF have established they're all replaceable. They get a year and then they're gone. <laughs> Very replaceable. Was it so. signed? It was signed. Lovely. Yeah. Wow. Um, in red, white and blue. Wow. That's nice. No, not really. Now, we've had some people... I appreciate it's been quite red arrows heavy this morning. <laughs> it has a little... I, th- I think that... No-one's answered my have you ever been surprised by the red well, arrows well, text guess again. Guess oh. again. <laughs> Actually, they have, Frank. Alan, over to you. <clears throat> I mean, I thought we'd already explored some quite niche textings on this show, <laughs> but have you ever been surprised by the red arrows is up there. Um... 587, Tom in Mansfield. We were surprised by the Red Arrows, Frank. 
Following our wedding in Derbyshire, we went outside for the photos, and just as we lined up, the red arrows flew right oh, through the valley. That's brilliant. Wow. Everyone yeah. wondered how I'd persuaded them to do that. Yeah, did they get them on the photos though? Oh, that, that imagine that for a wedding photo. Yeah, you that and the bride great. and the red arrow. And I just mean, the arrows, on. just the chemtrails flying behind. Oh, that is Beautiful. brilliant! <laughs> if they could have had um, just married and maybe some tin cans off the back of the plane. Lovely. And then KT351, another surprise by the red arrows. Yeah. I mean, they just keep them coming. <laughs> I live and work in Lincolnshire where the red arrows are based. That's where they're based. Who I you? often witness them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I often witness them. Good use of witness. I often witness them practicing their acrobatics. I like that. It sounded slightly snidey. I often witness I them practicing. I wonder how they do that. Do they, does one of them go up and then two? Do they start off in a very loose formation and get closer? I think one goes up and two fly underneath with a big net. Just, well, yeah, just Frank, they've got case. all the... Um, they can communicate with each other But how do well? you begin? You can't just line up the planes in a V yeah. formation on the tarmac and take off like that and you're off. There's got to be a way of gradually... Does one of them, do they talk to each other and say, I'm going to do a Z formation now? They say stuff like, move over! <laughs> <laughs> get up, get over! They do, they do that a lot. I no, I they're calm. That. They're as calm as that, that pilot who landed the plane on the Hudson. But oh, even so, how, oh, how, do you, how do you start with the Red Arrow? Remember, they're all new. They're new every year. Nobody say, knows how, how to do it. They can't what? all be new on the same day. It said they change them. <laughs> Surely they change them one at a time. How do you think? I just stage the producer, how long have we done on the Red Arrows this morning? <laughs> no, but it's I reckon it's 34 minutes. It's an interesting question, I think. How, Let's hope so. How, um, <laughs> 34 minutes, Frank. How you start as a Red Arrow. I wonder if they, they have, like, sponge on the tips of the wings to start off with. Right. <laughs> In like case, in case, you'd, yeah. Well, Play, had... You think it's like bowling? Guess what, guys? This <laughs> yeah, news. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This news just in, guys, from David in Turkey. Hi, Frank. Listening to you and Antalya in Turkey yesterday while wandering around, we had an impromptu display from the Turkish Red Arrows. Oh, so that red and white, they, they must go. They were red and white. Yeah, Six red, of no, them. No blue. Well, I mm. didn't know there was a Turkish Red Arrows. Yeah. Oh, I, well, come their fesses don't blow off at that <laughs> speed. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Yes, so I do think um, that my um, Red Arrows crashing <laughs> dream was, was a, um, what do they call it? Stress dream, not stress. Anxiety. Anxiety dream. Yes. Yeah. Because I am, I have just started a, a live TV comedy show, and they don't do many. There's a reason they don't do live comedy <laughs> on telly. Yeah, because when a joke, when you say something and it gets nothing, it's a ugly and unsatisfactory and awkward thing. It's one of the things that has changed over the years of television comedy, isn't it? Like Everyone if you look gets at a old, <laughs> Is it um, Johnny Carson or whatever? And he used to just do jokes that didn't work and move on. Well, and I now believe... they just put on the ones at work all the time. To be um, fair, I watched your show. Don't ask me, ask Britain. I believe it's called. Well, it is called. <laughs> and I would Damn like... app, I call it. I would like to say you stormed it, and you—you are my keenest supporter, and I appreciate nice. that. Well, 
I know. Well, I've called it because it's you and Jonathan Ross. I don't call it Don't Ask Me Ask Britain. I call it My Address Book. <laughs> so I call that show. So I haven't said, but it is. It's really good. I loved it, Frank. Can I just say though, on the on the on the live comedy thing, mm. I, 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 someone told me that um, Little and Large in their latter years did a a comedy thing, and it was, I think. They weren't getting the writers they used to get, and so some of the gags weren't going as well. So what the sound men used to do is they would turn up the volume after the punchline to make the gag sound um, louder. And occasionally they didn't get a laugh at all. So they'd do a joke and you'd hear... So they'd say, yeah, well, I told him if he wants to do that, he should get his own. (laughs) So the silence actually was louder. I mean... You don't want amplified silence after a joke. But anyway. you must have been happy with... Um... Well, I haven't been happy since September the 24th, 1986, but um, it was all right. But I did think it might be an interesting idea while it's on. It's only on for six weeks. It's every week on this show. We had um, the joke that I did that went worst <laughs> as a feature. Are you sure you want to do that? Frank, well, I really? think it, I mean, don't get me wrong. I no, love can this I say, idea. <laughs> I absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like all my Christmases come at once. I think, I mean, some, some weeks there might be more choices than others. <laughs> you might be spoilt for choice. Can we, OK, I will agree to your demands. OK. I just, the condi- sorry, Al. I'd just like to play slight devil's advocate <laughs> in a moment. You know on Match of the Day when... God, dark as hell hasn't been dead two weeks <laughs> and you're taking over the devil's advocate. <laughs> Title. You know what, actually, now, you, now you know how Nick Hancock feels. Yeah, give the bloke a bit of space. You now, Paul Merton of, was after Nick Hancock. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you know one of the frustrating things about when they forgotten. interview sports stars and they won't discuss the bad bits of the game, they go, oh, we've just got to move on, we're just concentrating on the next bit. <laughs> yeah. They totally delete the bad bits. You want to do kind of the negative image of that, the total reverse... And you want us to interview he, you about the well, worst... Well, I thought you were interviewing No, what he wants to do... You know Frank likes to sift through the innards. Yeah. That's what he does. OK, I, let's do it. I think it fits in with the no-praise policy on this show. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, sure it does. The condition I, I do love it when you incorporate uh, an inappropriate jingle into the forensic analysis. <laughs> so oh, that would be... I'll um, see if I can do that. ...a small then. request there. Well, I mean, we need, we need a sort of a worst joke... Um, yeah, so type, this uh, is... We'll have a think. So this is Don't Ask Me, Ask Britain, and Frank... Let's, well, you, let's you see, see if this will work. Like don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> that would do it, wouldn't it? I'm, I'm with you. OK, we'll, so. we'll come back with um, the worst joke I did on Don't Ask Me, Ask Britain last Tuesday. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So you trailed... Before that, mm. tra- you trailed. I did. Sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> but I've gone and got some dental and a jet cloth, <laughs> and it's absolutely fine. I mean, I'm sixty. What do you expect? Exactly. Still, this. at least it's, it'll help me when I wander <laughs> off. <laughs> You'll be glad of those trails. You exactly. trailed uh, the gag that didn't work on. Well, I, I think Britain, there'll always be opinion. more than one. I think uh, it might be an interesting feature. It's just that just I'm mooting it. That's all yeah. I'm doing. I'm just mooting. Love um, a moot. Yeah. Uh, mootiful. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just suggesting that my, my least successful joke of the week might be something that might be an interesting feature. Okay. Yeah. Um, We've got I, a jingle. And, and yeah, I've got a jingle sorted <laughs> I've, with a little adaptation. <laughs> that's, wor- that's worked fine, I think. Okay. 
Um, so my personal nomination for this week was... Before you begin this, as, uh, as your therapist, I would just like to say, <laughs> rather than thinking of these as, in inverted commas, bad jokes, I'd like you to think of them as underappreciated jokes. Yes, possibly. What, yeah. we sh- Deserving of better, maybe. Let's call this feature, and some of them did fall on stony ground. <laughs> bit, bit wordy, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yes, so I think this week it was um, someone mentioned Kim Jong-un mm-hmm. and I said, ah oh, yes, Kim Jong-un, he's my favourite goth. It got absolutely nothing. I mean nothing. And it didn't. people didn't move on immediately. There was a moment where I could hear people thinking about it and then rejecting it. They didn't even <laughs> reject it as a knee-jerk. They just went, no, let me... No, it's not good enough. And they moved on. I accept that. Well, I was at home... Um, and I'm... you absolutely split your sides at the My Favourite Goth. Well, I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> did you? I did. And I, Well, you know he's one of my favourites. Typical of you to fly in the face of public opinion. I didn't think it got what it deserved. But, of course, I was sitting there thinking, oh, my God, and they're not laughing at this. No. And I was... But then you got so many other laughs throughout the night. I know, Come but on. we're not here to talk about I know, OK. Well, Daisy and I, the producer, had a constant uh, WhatsApp exchange of events as they happened while the show was going on. And that we were a bit nervous. I'm well, I was lie. a little bit. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> Live TV, isn't it? Yeah, indeed. And at one point... It's I... career-threatening. Well, That's I texted Daisy. I'm going to be honest, I'm going to share our text. Oh, OK. I said, thank God this is good. It makes my life easier on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, said. well, knowing me and Jonathan. <laughs> yes, it would have been... So uh... what do you think of that joke, Al? <sighs> it's all right. Wears black all the time. He does wear black all the, the time. He's got the shaved sides. Looks like he dyes his hair, but it probably doesn't. Yeah. Because he's North Korean. <laughs> True enough. They've got, well, they just got a bit of the goth in them. And there's no getting around it. <laughs> can you say this? I think you can say I that. Can't I, I, I regard it. goth as a high compliment. I'm thinking yeah. of going to the Whitby weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Kim Jong-un went to the Whitby weekend. Oh, wouldn't that be I mean, that brilliant. would be a new story, wouldn't it? But is there something, to return to the scene of the crime, yeah. is there something nice about the fact that it's live TV and you just move on really quickly? Well, there's nothing nice about... Um, <laughs> <laughs> after a joke. <laughs> and uh, also, I don't know if it's escaped your notice, but he has not moved on really quickly. No, I haven't moved on. Here we are all. discussing yes, it on right. a Saturday morning. <laughs> and no. for the next six weeks, apparently. Possibly. So what I like is there's people all over the world worried about Kim Jong-un, but I'm the only person <laughs> who's worrying about him on this basis. <laughs> <laughs> I, bet he, I bet they've got a good aerobatics team, the North Koreans. Oh, yeah. Yes. Can you imagine? I bet, I bet they've got, like, 60 of them. And <laughs> if they have a crash, is he bothered? Get another 60. Yeah, just oh. drag out the next one. Yeah. That's how he works. It's about, it's about a team. Yeah. Oh, anyway, think? so that, I think that... And if, there's any, if you've got any other offers, I'm happy to take them. I didn't see okay. the show, but I might just say that maybe people weren't sure that you meant just that Kim Jong-un was a goth, that there was something else coming next, like... Yeah, but when I find when you do a joke and people think there might be something else coming next, that's <laughs> yeah. not a good sign. Or they might have been running through who their favourite goth was. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. this is very yeah. good of you. <laughs> really, so I'm on a little wonder yeah. list. Yeah. yeah, everyone at home's thinking, oh, I would have thought, I'd have thought Robert Smith. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tim Burton. No, it was a joke. <laughs> oh, too late. Too late. The moment's gone now. Uh, who's your favourite goth? Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> Okay, that's another text in on the one. Absolute 
Frank, we've had a tweet from Kenny Dowling. Oh, I was going to say Kenny Dowling for a second. <laughs> no. I just want to take us... I want to provide us with a little ramp out of no, okay, the worst joke of the week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't think we should call it that. It's too extreme. No. What are we calling it again, Al? It's, joke that doesn't and, work. And some of them may fall. And some, some of them, them may fall. On Stony Ground. Yeah, some of them <laughs> may just call fall. it Stony Ground. Stony Ground, exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is a ramp out of Stony Ground. Mm-hmm. That's the okay. sequel to Broadchurch, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Dowling. Yeah. Kenny, Tim Dowling? Dowling has... No, Kenny Dowling... Had said, listening to the Frank on the Radio podcast, so this is a preview, one we mm. did earlier, mm-hmm. and I got Divine Miss M, that's me on Twitter, deal with it, Divine Miss M's Zapruder film reference, and Frank didn't. Hashtag feel clever, hashtag that never happens, hashtag Google it. Oh, I didn't get that. I didn't. I mean, what in the wide, wide <laughs> world of sport <laughs> is the Zapruder film. film. So the Zapruder film was the, I mean, you know, I want to keep things light. Yeah. But it was the name of the person who took the footage uh, of from the grassy knoll. Oh. oh. Kennedy assassination. Okay. Oh. Well, you were right to put that in the same yeah. section as my Kim Jong-un <laughs> joke. <laughs> And now Which I'm is another popular figure um, I'd being blown away. I'd keep all politics together. <laughs> yes. I thought that was a, you know, a nice yes. place for it. Well, I think Jamelia did crawl over my bonnet after that joke. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's a private thing. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text our show. Many have... On 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website, if you will. Well, we've had some texts in, Frank, because you were uh, returning to the scene of your... I don't want to call it a failed gag. But it's it was, all right, I can call You it didn't think it went very well, a gag you did on it Don't Ask Me fell on Stony Ground. Yeah, we were calling the section Stony Ground. <laughs> it's a regular <laughs> section every week. <laughs> well, for six, for the next five weeks, anyway. And <laughs> the gag involved the mention of uh, Kim Jong-un and the reference to him being a goth. Mm. 490 My favourite goth. Texted in. Your favourite goth, I do apologise. Mm. An honest observation on Gothgate. <laughs> that's, what, that's the title of yeah. the... I like line. that. Okay. Already 490, that, I like your work. That does sound like Jonathan Swift, uh, that tale of a tob and yeah. stuff like that. Brilliant. Would you like to hear the honest observation? Yeah. I don't think you're ready for this, Jelly. No, I'm all right for a, an, an on-ob. Mm-hmm. I think it got lost in the general noise of the show. I had to mm. rewind to hear it and laughed all by myself, parenthesis, late review. That's, that is lovely. What's the that name of that lovely. person? Uh, 490. Four ni- thank you, 490. <laughs> Make him feel really personal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's me reaching out. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's nice. Thank you very that much. That can definitely happen. I sometimes worry that when I'm on panel games, uh, the things I say get lost in the general noise of the show. So I think, hmm. I think it's a thing. Yes. You really? Because I'm an or the melee thing. Hashtag introvert. I find, it, I find it physically difficult to interrupt people to crowbar my jokes. And I suppose, Al, if it's a live show, it's not like you can say it again and think, oh, they'll lose the other we one. Never, we never want right. to say it again, though. Whenever no. people do that. <laughs> never go back. When, you see, you do a joke, Saturday. it doesn't get a laugh, and you think, maybe they didn't hear it, then you do oh, it again. Oh. Yeah. And it gets something less than silence. <laughs> you can yeah. have silence minus. Yeah. Totting, you really don't That want. would be a That's good autobiography, oh. something less than silence. Yes. <laughs> the blank, blank story, fill in the blank, blank there. 
Yes. Who you think so, that would be a good Something less than silence. My panel game <laughs> career by Alan Cochran. <laughs> a heartbreaking memoir. Um, You're very good on panel I games. You say heartbreaking, actually. but comedians would be buying it for quite the opposite reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, We've also got uh, 685 texting. The cult's Ian Astbury was my favourite goth until he morphed into Bon Jovi. Oh, or yes. Nelius in Dundee. Did he actually? I don't think he literally morphed into oh, okay. him. Um, I well, I dated someone from the cult. Oh, did you? Yes. From the cult or a cult? <laughs> from the cult when I was younger. Oh, do you want to name... Uh... You don't have to. It's OK, you don't okay. have to. I was only pausing because I'd forgotten his name. He was called <laughs> Billy Duffy. Oh, Billy Duffy from Wait, the, the guitar, cult. These yeah. we have loved, yeah. ladies and oh, gentlemen. Let's not stretch it too far. OK. <laughs> favourite goth, though? He was very nice, though. Favourite goth? No, he's not that... Oh, my favourite goth is Susie Sue. Oh, yeah, she's a yeah. very good... You OK um, with that one? I'm happy with that. You can't really argue with that. I mean, she I mean, she was a goth before... You know, I think she's thought of as a punk, but when you look back on her, you think, oh, right. she's got the goth genes, if you know what I mean. I don't mean those very tight black ones. <laughs> I mean, she's sort of uh, inherently. What about Marilyn gone. Manson? All oh, right, Frank. you mean jeans with a. Yeah, I mean, uh, to these people, <laughs> is it, you know, we don't want to blur this too much. No, yeah. don't want to start putting emos in there or punks, no, as ex- you say. Exactly. Exactly. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm still happy to hear other people. I like so. your civilian goth. I like it when, you know, you're doing your parents' evening or something and a teacher walks past and you go, goth, goth teacher. Yeah. Al, yeah, you're so good. right. I like a goth in an unexpected environment. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, so I like a office, ser- office <laughs> What you need to do golf is serving you in a shop. Hello. Yeah, yeah that's what, I think. what you need to do is to drive to more small English villages, <laughs> where yeah, there definitely. is always there's often two goths. One becomes a goth, and the other kid we know mates thinks, you know what? I know how to bond here, and they sit in the cemetery drinking cider. I always love those. Thank God they exist, because yeah. the countryside without them, what would it be? Yeah. A twelve fifteen. <laughs> Absolute, absolute Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, So, in general, would you say the experience was a pleasurable one on your new show? Um, Yes, in in general, but um, I I think it's it's always important to remember one's failures. Oh, Mm. is it? I think so. I think that's how we construct the rope ladder to greatness. I think we need to send a group email to all sports stars then, because they don't do that. They're actually coached to do the opposite of that. Well, maybe I'm doing it wrong, um, dwelling on, you know, the one... Well, it wasn't just one, but, I mean, that one in particular. But I think that's why... Don't you do that with anything? If if you have a date, say on a first date, Mm. it might go really well, but you always think about that, maybe I shouldn't have brought up the... S&M community, right. <laughs> that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, maybe not. No. But um, not on the first. I'm thinking four. Do you think four? Four will be about right? Yeah, four's um, good. Yeah. But anyway, have we heard anything else from... Uh, yeah, Bob uh, in Sheffield. Hi, Bob in Sheffield. Hi, yeah. Sheffield. Frank. I knew this would happen, by the way. I knew this I would happen. Uh, Susie Sue was not a goth. Banshees fans and punks are like a gathering of posse as we speak. Not me, though. I'm I did work. say, I, 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 may, I did point this out, this distinction. I'm just yeah, saying it's Yeah, but we're going tribal. to get into a whole goth... I don't want to get into a whole goth can of worms here. <laughs> well, they might, but... OK. Well, yeah. I, I just would like to apologise. I just, I thought... I'm not saying she was actually a goth, 
But I thought her look, I'm talking about the aesthetics. I think she had a bit of inherent goth. I, I, yeah. I honestly, seriously regard goth as a high compliment because it suggests someone who's yeah. a bit thoughtful, a bit. It's one of the few um, yeah. teenage subcultures that aren't associated with violence. I agree with that. And they read books. I meant it as a yeah. compliment, Bob and Sheffield. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. come on, relax. Come on, relax. Um, don't threaten us with the whole cutlery tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Hate it when that happens. <laughs> So um, yes, I uh, it's 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 tricky, I and mean, we we won't do the goth. I mean, um, Bros. Would you regard those as a goth band? No, I would regard them as a pop band. Uh, Chris Eubank, uh, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Strong work, Matt Goth. Anyway, that was brilliant. Um, Strong work. I mean, that could be in a little section called "These We Have Loved." That's called the yeah, goth joke that worked. <laughs> That could be called, <laughs> which sounds like a children's book. Can you imagine if you were in, let's say, Dawn, joke that could, Dawn Books looking at the children's yeah. section and you saw one called The Goth Joke That Worked? Wouldn't you think, I'm getting this because... Oh, I uh, May so I say that it. I think the Stony Ground section of the show could also Stony include ground. a section where you then come up with a different joke on the same topic. <laughs> oh, and it no, now you're making it some sort of a challenge. <laughs> Risen from the ashes, or something. I'm like not that. Annika Rice. <laughs> I, what? Something, I didn't. I didn't mean to expose that on air. <laughs> I think it's nice to leave a bit of the ambiguity with the "Am I Annika Rice?" thing. <laughs> How I've come all wondered. my payslips say the Annika Rice radio show? <laughs> What's oh, happened here? No. Payslips. I like the fact <laughs> we got payslips. Who are you employed by, George Graham? That'll do well on absolute eighties. Run it, the payslip bit. <laughs> I um. Oh, I'll tell you what I did. I went to um, the Rose Theatre in Kingston-upon-Thames the other oh, night. Oh, nice. To see, can I say, if you can get out there, there is a, a fantastic play on there um, called uh, Junkyard. Did you anyway, see it a groundling on a cushion, or is it, um, is it one of those... You can go on no, the floor, No, it's a stand. Can you go on the floor? Go on the floor there, yeah. No, the, uh, not, not on this night, you couldn't. Oh, OK, well, you can. Um, you've obviously got mixed up. I'm a bit embarrassed on your behalf. <laughs> I've played it. Have you? I mean, Seven worse times. things have happened live. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're quite right. Anyway, Don't you back, Al. Uh, there was a there was a drinks reception on the upper floor. I was um, told I'd already been to it once, so I went up there, and it was that sounds you know, very ambassador's reception. Chatted to yeah. people, yeah. So I went back to the drinks reception in the interval, opened the door, and it was completely the wrong room. You know, I have problems with. Oh yeah. And it was a group of teenagers um, sitting in a room with a man at the front. <laughs> and he turned to me, he said, um, this is a Heart of Darkness workshop. <laughs> and I thought maybe they were discussing the My Favourite Goth joke <laughs> gathered together. Yeah, Frank, can we say that if anyone ever walks into this studio by mistake? <laughs> Sorry, this is a Heart of Darkness, of Darkness workshop. workshop. That's just what I'm going to say to anyone who ever walks into this room again. Uh, I'm going to say... Room. I'm going to say... That from now on. Yes, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I walked in and uh, a lot of young people, mainly teenage girls, looked at me and started giggling. I don't think they knew who I was. They just thought an old man in a young person's um, environment. Always funny. Seems an extreme yeah. reaction. Laughter. Yeah. Uh, and what it was, it was that sort of, you know that sound that you stop making when you get to about 25, that... <laughs> that. Right. There was a lot of... <laughs> No, it's because you're on the telly and they recognise you. I don't think they did recognise me. You don't, you don't just laugh at people because they're born before the age of 1995. A man on the, the young do. A man on the train the other Weirdos. day. Weirdos. 
a man on the train said, I was going to ask you for a selfie, but then I realised my kids wouldn't know who you were. <laughs> Why bring that up? All of which could have gone unsaid. Oh, like, all of which? could have ran yeah. through that whole Keep dialogue just on also, his own. stop living your life through your kids. You were a person beforehand. Totally. What if you wanted a nice picture of Good Frank? Shout. Clearly he didn't. Good shout, Emily. Good shout. I, I took that as inferred. Obviously, I don't want one. I was going to get home and say, look at that, and then just say, an old bloke. And that would be that. It's not that big a novelty. Anyway, we, we, I've got the, the tiny face which tells me yeah, I have to, I'm talking for too much. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to trail with, there's a very good goths text. Okay, we'll, we'll be I back. Like with how the workshop went. <laughs> well, well, we're gonna get, I'm, I'm going back. I'm going back. I actually did go back, but we'll exp- I'll explain that in a minute. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. 048 has been in touch. Re Goths. Morning team. Sadly, I believe Goths, much like the name Barry, are dying out. I press you to find a Goth born after 1992. Long term reader, first time writer, praise redacted. Well, I would like to hear from any Goths born after 1992 just as proof. Well, they won't be up, yeah. Well, they might be. It's a. It's a pernickety it? point, but I think the name Gary is the one that's dying out, not Barry. Not Barry. I think Barry's yeah. fine. I think he's I thriving, think they'll be, they'll, If they're up, they'll be in the cemetery of Little Middington <laughs> in <Yes>. Leicestershire. <laughs> and in fact, we've had a, an email titled Favourite Goth that I think probably is going to win our uh, beautiful text email <laughs> today. Beautiful text <laughs> email? It's, it's wonderfully on put together, unlike that? my sentences. <laughs> It's an anagram that you can send a, in. What did that sentence. mean? <laughs> A1250. Well, listen Beautiful to this. Beautiful text email. Let's see what you think, Frank. It sounds like a Japanese translation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the English countryside without a goth is like a wide expanse of sea without a little boat on it. Beautiful, but missing a certain poignancy. My favourite goth is a guy who used to frequent the same rock pubs as I did. He must have been close to seven feet tall and still insisted on wearing enormously soled boots. <laughs> it was like meeting Darth Vader. Oh, the big oh. thick here. Yes, they love, a, they love a thick sole, the goths. I was reading um, Yvette Fielding um, was, um, you know, it was a new series of Most Haunted comedy. I didn't actually. She did. Yeah, we mentioned it. On, oh, yes, you did. Uh, on I the do TV apologize. show. Yeah. Thanks, okay, thanks for paying attention. <laughs> anyway. Welcome she, uh, to my life. One of the things she... <laughs> it, obviously, when she's plugging a series, she has to tell quite a lot of lies. So um, <laughs> she says... Uh, they asked her if she saw a ghost, and she said, yes, I saw a seven-foot bald man Oh, um, oh yeah. during the series. Yeah. I thought, was he standing very adjacent to a zebra crossing <laughs> <laughs> and wearing a sort of hooped top? <laughs> anyway, um, what else... Well, you oh, were yes, heart and dart. You were going to tell us because... You are in the middle of a workshop. You left us on ten I was having a workshop with some teenagers. You basically walked into a room and they said, sorry, this is the heart of yes, darkness I went in the wrong. I went in the wrong room and um, a man said, um, this is heart of darkness workshop. I should say, in case you don't know, heart of darkness was a, a novella, we'll call it, by Joseph Conrad. Uh, the film Apocalypse Now was based on it. And um, I said, uh, oh... And there was a lot of... And I said, it's a, it's a really good book. <laughs> Bit pathetic. And then I went out, and then How I How many thought, people in there, Frank? Oh, I would say... 30. What? Oh. That's how I remember it. 
Anyway. I'm, I'm just glad that it was about the book, that you hadn't walked in and there's just a cadaver and a bloke wearing big rubber gloves saying, this is the heart of darkness. <laughs> yeah. well, that, this that. guy was or really very, evil. very obese man in the <laughs> yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, saying the horror. I actually mentioned the horror, I think. And then I thought, oh, I'll tell you what oh, I did. I'll tell you oh, what I did. I said, I, I'll, I'll come back at the the horror bit. And then I thought, actually, I'm not sure he says that in the book. And also, now, they might not have got to that bit in the book. Oh, I did spoilers at the Heart yeah. of Darkness workshop. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get any lower than that. <laughs> anyway, as I then left the room, I thought to myself, now they think, if it's just in the film... Mm. They're going to think I've seen the film and I'm pretending to have seen the book, which I read about in the in the paper this week. It's happening a lot now. A lot of people claim they've, they've read um, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings and, in fact, uh, they've just seen the films. It's oh, become yeah. a new thing in the non-reading uh, well, age. Well, people do that with The, Ga- the Great Gatsby as well. And I mean the original, uh, uh, a bit like The Gruffalo. It's God, about you can read pages. The Great Gatsby in two days. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like Gruffalo. Anyway, so... Um, well, you can read that a bit <laughs> quicker. 20 minutes. <laughs> anyway... Um, I'm a speed reader. <laughs> so what this is what this is what I did. I went back in to the room. I'd left. I went back into the Heart of Darkness Why workshop. Why did you go back it's in? It's pathetic. <laughs> yeah, but they've told you. I'm <laughs> right. I'm right. I know. I went Just back in. Leave it, Frank. And I, well, let's find out what and I said, I said, I love that bit where he comes <laughs> back from Africa and he walks around thinking of all the people in the street. They don't know what life's about. He's, he's the only one who really understands. And that's only in the book. And I did that. I went in and I did that. I realised, not when I'd done it, but after I'd done it. I went in that purely to prove to one man and a bunch of teenage girls that I'd actually read the book. Now, how pathetic is that? I 12.15. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. What are we going to talk about now? (laughs) What do you want? Oh, it was like, uh, well, it all went a bit, don't ask me, ask Britain, no. super silence. <laughs> i tell you what we need to talk about this morning. There's, I mean, I'm, I'm almost tempted to call him a friend of the show, but I don't know how you two will feel about that. He's Kim, a prince. Kim Jong-un. No. <laughs> it's Prince Andrew. Not anymore. Oh, Prince Andrew. Yeah, because we, do you want to tell oh. the readers what we do with Prince Andrew? Well, there's, some, <laughs> uh, there's something about Prince Andrew... <clears throat> He's been involved in a few minor scandals and suspicions. So, for some reason, whenever he appears on the um, telly, I always say, "Here he is, <laughs> here he comes." I don't know. I don't know why. It's from I think Watson and Oliver, their sketch show. Oh, is it? Um, <clears throat> but it was just it was in a completely different context. I don't know why it fits him, but He's it's a sort bit of. of a- here he comes. <laughs> Here he is. The old rogue. I think it's also how they greet each other in The Sopranos. Oh, is Whenever it? anybody walks in, they all go, Here he well, is. Well, that's more apt. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's something very. It, there's a bit. If I can say this, there's some slightly gangster sort of. He's a bit G. Do you think he's a bit G? I think Prince yeah. Andrew's a bit G. You sure you don't yeah. mean P? The Prince, <laughs> he's a bit big. He's, he's, a, he's got a sort of Mr Big sort of... Well, he has, In so although, many ways. I mean, I've got... We'll get on Prince, to... Prince, can you have a well, Prince Big? They say opposites attract. That's what attract. I call him, Prince Big. They say opposites <laughs> From attract. now on. So Mr Big is with um, Mrs Not Small. Millie Small, who sang My Boy <laughs> no, Lollipop. No, oh. but try more pint-sized pop princess. Sid Little. <laughs> Sid Little, <laughs> little by little, autobiography. <laughs> Um, Claire Short. 
Former Labour MP. <laughs> no. Tidy Tom- Tampa. I've forgotten all about Titi Claire Strider. Toxic. <laughs> He's with. Uh, Harley Minogue. No, that. Uh, I mean, is this uh, true? How, Come on. How can that possibly be? It's the strangest coupling since Darius Dinesh and Daisy Lowe. <laughs> Well, I think it's stranger than that. Really? I think it's stranger than Pamela Anderson and... Um, <laughs> Julian Assange. Ju- yeah, Julian Assange. I and think... that takes some outstranging, doesn't it? It really, really couple. does, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but please let it be. Yeah. It's well, it seems to be well documented. He's smitten, apparently. 100% smitten. <laughs> Which... I love the idea of being smitten with Kylie Minogue. I mean, talk about late review. Yeah. <laughs> Who isn't? That happened in the what, in the eighties, didn't it? But also, I love the return to real percentages. That's how you can tell that he's a prince. Because if it was a footballer yeah. or pop star, it'd be one hundred and ten percent. Oh yeah, well, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not that keen at the moment. That's exactly the worry, isn't it? Because the biggest ever uh, crush evidence I saw. If we go to English footballers and Australian soap stars, was yeah. when um, Matt Letizia of Southampton yes. dated um, Marilyn from is that Neighbours or Home and Away? That was Home oh. and Away, and I believe she played Emily in Home and Away. Yes, well, oh. and he the, he he had such he was so in love that she went back to Australia and he he flew yeah. as far as um, what's the capital of Malaysia. Sing- a Kuala Lumpur? Kuala, he flew oh. to Kuala Lumpur Hail. just to keep a company and then he flew back on his own. Wow. Can you imagine that? And then they split up and she went out with the WH Smith air. Did, did she, she really? Yeah. Oh, that was a great did she. <laughs> that was a good did she. I felt like I was with the girls there having a gossip. Did w- she? WH Smith, one of the great uh, initialed <laughs> names. Initial names companies. have disappeared now. That's right. So, the thing about Andrew and Kylie... of course, were pints, weren't they? I'll tell you what I wouldn't mind going for as a text in. Uh, Most famous um, single initial names. (laughs) We'll go uh, T-Rex... Single initial, not allowed to then. No J.R. Hartley. No, I think single. Um, I'll, tell you my fav- I'll, I'll just put my favourite in. Jay Giles' and, and band? I'm going to go Jay Giles. Jay Giles' band, very no good. No longer you got with one? us? H from Steps. <laughs> That's no, he's got to have a surname. I've got a good H one. What about this one? H Samuel. Oh, <laughs> come, come on! Come on! <laughs> Top that! Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. We should say we've been talking a lot about goth this morning, and it is Whitby Goth Weekend. So I just it's like actually to send, this weekend. Yeah, is I believe it? so. I'd like to send all my best wishes and support to do all know, the goths out there. Do you know there. why the Goth yeah. Weekend is in Whitby? No. Because in Bram Stoker's book, that's where the ship lands with um, Dracula. Lovely intel. I think it's uh, mm. Dracula. This is actually a Heart of Darkness mm. workshop, though, so... Um... Oh, yeah, sorry, I'm in the wrong room again. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the wrong room. So, what were we talking about? Well, actually, Do you remember our got... other... Art? This is our second Heart of Darkness <laughs> reference. Do you remember I couldn't remember the name of the main character? And I wouldn't let you tell me, and I spent two days and then woke up in the middle of the night. Kurtz. And texted me yes, texted at 3am. 3am saying, yeah, I've got it. <laughs> no, it was just one... Yeah, thank God there were no spelling mistakes in that text. Yes. Um, I mean, we've got several text-in plates spinning today, uh, not just any goths born after 1991. We've also now got um, single initial names, oh, haven't yes. we? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, 
TK Maxx, somebody has texted. <laughs> is that a single initial? No, no. but no. I, I like it. I'll tell you something <laughs> interesting about TK Maxx. Do. Um, in America, it's TJ Maxx. Oh, uh, you know Gary Oldman's sister's <laughs> on his fingers. But do you know why, don't you? <laughs> Zing! Do you know why they changed it? No. Because why? they assumed that if they brought it over to the UK with TJ Maxx, that people would think it was just um, Tom Jones's old raincoats. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, but once you'd pulled me off on the Gary Oldman, I had to come up with an ending. <laughs> That's the thing is with the comedian, you have to come up with an ending of some kind. Yeah. Well, um, John Barrowman goes to TK Maxx. Does he? Yeah, I was talking to him once. He was going through his whole wardrobe. He was saying how he sometimes he mixes and matches designer and, you know, TK Maxx. Oh, nice. He went Armani, Dolce & Gabbana, TK Maxx, TK Maxx. That <laughs> <laughs> works. I love John Barrowman. So do I. Frank, you're right to be pleased with H. Samuel. It does have a ring to it. Oh. oh, Trayvon. Come on. Jacko in Essex, reader 384. One of the great staged deaths of all time. Oh. Wow. That's a shame. Um, what if he was in Essex, though? Working as a Michael Jackson lookalike. He's not in Essex. 646, L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard is, oh, is very is, good. Yeah. 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 What about Mr. T from can, can you, can you, By the way, I'm just to the producer. Can you not just take me saying L. Ron Hubbard, that's very good, <laughs> and use that as the trailer? <laughs> um, I don't want people to think I've gone, I'm on cruise control. Oh. I mean. Hello. Okay. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Anyway, we were talking about Prince Andrew and the yes. pint-sized you were. pop princess. Oh, we yes. all were. No, we all were, I know. We did all. <laughs> now, the other thing I like about Prince Andrew is he's a hair... Hold on, what was the first thing you liked about him? <laughs> well, I'll give you the two. The first is he's a hair product refusenik. <clears throat> he is, so, he's you know, most very men, fluffy. You two have both got lovely hair, mm. and but it looks I slightly styled. His is, it's feathery and fluffy, and you know you've talked in the past about those yellowing pictures in the barbers. Mm. He looks like one of those. He, he does, actually. He, he could be... He a side part, doesn't he? Without what, what a, any product. He could be, though, in the port, the, the barber's portfolio of Pick Your Hair Cut. He is. Andrew could be in there. But you're right, he doesn't use product. And his, he favours, I think, his off-duty. He's either suit or he's polo shirt mm -hmm. with a chino. Microsoft inventor chino. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, if you look, you can see he's got, a, a, bit, he's got a bit of uh, crown hair. <laughs> You, you know think... when you get crown hair from the uh, from the ermine um, the ermine uh, edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we all. They think the ermine will get well, will prevent it, but they're heavy. They forget how heavy those crowns are. I get are. flat cup hair. Do you? You know, different strokes I for mean, different folks, isn't it? How can I put this? I, look, I don't think you're going to be troubled by crown head. If you know what I mean. No, no. But I think he he, he must <laughs> wear. I mean, he skips a generation. I've heard. <laughs> Skips a generation. The thing is, and the problem is... Prince Charles would kill for crown hair. <laughs> I mean, it might maybe literally. <laughs> the thing is, Kylie is something of a fashion icon. Is she? I believe she's, yeah, she's a Dolce & Gabbana ambassador. Is she? In a way, aren't we all? A Dolce & Gabbana <laughs> ambassador? I think I'm more well, of a TK Maxx Dolce, ambassador. Does she take Dolce & Gabbana to starving people in the third world? Yeah. Why, what way? Can you be an ambassador for that? You're asking me, but I am wearing a T-shirt today which says, Fashion Stole My Smile, which oh, is, is a Victoria that? Beckham T-shirt. Oh. 
Um, it's VB. I thought it was yeah. D&G for a second. That's no, not D&G. Stefano and Domenico. Are you a Victoria Beckham ambassador? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a... Um, <laughs> Mm. M&S. Yeah, what I'm, would you be an ambassador I'm a, for? I'm a, a monsoon attaché. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so I used to be a um, <laughs> River Island minister without portfolio. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. talking about uh, Prince Andrew and Kylie Minogue this morning on Absolute Radio. Yeah, we you are. heard, people. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you heard. It's like hearing Alan de Botton is dating Katie Price or something like that, isn't it? It's just yeah. a weird... I can imagine that. That's got to be You can fact. imagine that. That's Arthur Miller and oh, uh, Marilyn yeah. Monroe type True thing enough. Yeah. True. Although I bet people talked about that at the time. I bet they went, have you heard? I think yeah. people accept that um, if someone is attractive, it can break down a lot of barriers. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, they're inseparable, apparently. Who's this? Um, Prince Andrew. Oh, I don't want to think Minogue. about that. <laughs> <laughs> he got in touch after she split up with her last boyfriend. Uh, this this made me laugh. Oh, to offer come his on. condolences. His condolences. Yeah. <laughs> what had she done? Killed him. <laughs> uh, offer his condolences. Uh, the vultures circled I mean, yeah, as soon yeah, as they yeah, hear you. The condolences. You can imagine. It's not even I a nice move. Up the phone. <laughs> She picked up the phone, saw P. Andrew come up on the screen, and yeah. I bet she went, here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> here he is. I mean, hey, I read is. that in the papers. He offered a, his, his condolences, condolences, and I, I thought, come on, <laughs> He's total legend. I, I mean, just hope he treats her well. Well. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, he's, a, he's been through a fair few. Has he? I, I believe so. Well, of course, she is in many ways Koo Stark too. Because mm. you know, he went out with Koo Stark in his early days. Do you know who Koo Stark is? I don't know Koo Stark. She was a very, well. very pretty um, actress who was in um... a soft porno film. Oh, I don't think we can. We can't say that. <laughs> can you say that? I don't think we can say the that. The producer looks fine about it. Okay, I'm horrified. <laughs> I'm amused more than worried. She was in films that were shown at proper cinemas, yeah. but they're, they're the saucy or element. <laughs> She's Oh, I remember her and Victor Spinetti on a uh, on a carriage, which I didn't mm. like at all. Well, I did like then, but looking back, wish I hadn't. <laughs> but the point is, but he obviously had the eye in, in his early days. He thought, "What I'm doing, I'm a prince. I'm going to do like a Prince Rainier and get myself a Grace Kelly." He went for Coo Stark, and the Queen said, "I don't think so," and that was the end right. of that. Now yeah. I don't know how she's going to re- respond. Put it this way, he's had the yellow sticky with celebrity girlfriend over his desk for a number of years. <laughs> and he has finally got round to it. <laughs> you think but that's the, crumpled in the wastebasket now? I should think so. But um, the Queen, I don't think, has any idea of the television show Neighbours or no. even of the concept of Neighbours. <laughs> Very good. I don't think she no, has. They don't have neighbours, do they? Yeah. No, she wouldn't know about you that. You never heard anyone say, oh, yeah, I live next door to the Queen, actually. <laughs> what were you talking about? <laughs> when, 
when when the Queen meets Kylie and she says, so what are you known for? And she goes, neighbours, mum. And she's going, come again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm still not getting it. What is this concept? She's and then she say, I, I should be so lucky. And she's like, oh, that's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> all the girlfriends. <laughs> but it's quite, you can't accuse her of having a type. I mean, Kylie. No. no. Because we've you had Jason really can't. Donovan, Michael, Michael Hutchins, Hutchins, Prince Andrew, everybody um, talk about pop music, talk about. <laughs> well, Lenny Kravitz. Did you end up with Lenny yes, Kravitz? Lenny Kravitz to Prince Andrew, come on. I mean, they've both, got, Lenny, they've both got a back catalogue to be worthy of discussion. Wow. Yeah. Have you seen Coo Start recently? Still a beautiful woman, but she's mm. gone for the long grey hair. Okay. Right. You know when t- some women just think, no, I'm just going to let it go, go grey and yeah. leave it long? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many cats she's got. I'm guessing between um, 12 and 20. <laughs> Often go together. But she still looks great. She looks great. But of course he's upgraded. <laughs> hmm. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I tell you what, um, I wonder what Angry Anderson makes of this. Oh, now there's a name. Angry Anderson Anderson, uh, brought out a song called Suddenly when when Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue got married in uh, Neighbour, Scott and Charlene. Yeah. In fact, so, I often play the band it's on this like show, Joe Scott Dolce and Charlene. Accent there, Scott and Charlene. Oh, was it? <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, and he brought out Suddenly, which is what wedding nights used to be like, of course. Yeah. He was bald. Thought everything happened quite suddenly. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. Mm. <laughs> you okay, Frank? Well, it's true, isn't it? Wedding nights used to be like a really big thing because they used to be like, you know. Right. Yeah, and now people have lived together usually for ages, or if yeah. they haven't lived together, they've at least. Well, it's quite sensible, Frank. I know, but you know, spoilers. <laughs> I think the spoilers are quite healthy, though. Do you? Yeah, you can. Oh, I like the idea you of. You can change the. Um... Anyway, we shouldn't get too far into wedding nights, but um, <laughs> I should think angry Anderson is now absolutely livid. Anderson when he's seen her with Prince Andrew. Oh, don't you think? Do you think he's going to have to rewrite all this stationery? He <laughs> <laughs> can get some more printed. I don't, do you think he's got money, Angry Anderson? I don't know. Yeah, because I, mean, I always say that he was in the days when you made money, you could retire off one song. But did he have other hits? Well, you didn't need to have Angry. other hits back then, love. You just, really? One was enough, yeah. What if he had anger management and now he just does chill out <laughs> music? Maybe he runs an anger management company and he's called uh, Anger Management Anderson. <laughs> AA. I'd yeah. love to. If anyone out there knows what happened to Angry Anderson, I'd love to hear it. I know we could Google it, but it's I don't very like... Very strange textings this morning. Like. There has been some. Golf's Angry keen. Anderson. But it seems the weird textings are never running out, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> but she, um, she has basically been out with beautiful men, hasn't she, Kylie? Yes, I'd say that's true. A, so a she's long making line an exception every now. one of them since oh. we've broken. Well, you, you I, maybe mean. she's thought, you know, <laughs> I've, they've all treated me badly in mm. the end. It was that sort of Oliver somebody. Oh, he wasn't nice to oh, her, I don't yeah. think. Oh, I think and, and, and it's such a surprise when a male model isn't nice to you. No, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, mean, I think she maybe needs to venture into pastures new. It's not working out Well, she's out certainly with done the... that. <laughs> yeah, royalty. Yeah. I, but she's probably had enough of of hearts broken, and yeah. she don't want to take that anymore. <laughs> That's yes. my verdict. Um, 
Oh, did I, now I saw a picture of her in spectacles. Is that something she's been doing for a she's while? She's advertising some spectacles. I don't she know is if you know an that. ambassador. You're kidding me. She's an ambassador. Oh, for, she's for <laughs> someone else now. Yeah, for Specsavers. Some, I, I think it is Specsavers. Yeah, yeah, she's an ambassador. That's why she's going out with Prince Andrew. <laughs> That's yes. going to be the advert. I think. I think it's maybe one of those stories. Shot of them together, her and it's going to should have gone to Specsavers. I think that's it. I think that's what's happened. <laughs> With a male model, and they'll cut to a male model sitting looking at his watch outside a cafe, like yeah. she's you know she's gone. Oh. Get with her David own. Gandhi at the calf. Yes. Um, <laughs> she's advertising. What's happened to Kylie Minogue? She's got one minute. She's like. Yeah. Sexiest woman in the world, well, hit she's record. Still sexy, but I, I, I turn away, I look back. <laughs> she's advertising glasses and going out with Prince Andrew. Yeah, it yes. is strange. It's a strange. If I'd been asleep for about fifteen <laughs> years, <laughs> like some sort of rip Van Winkle. <laughs> oh, I've just got an itch. Bear I mean, with I just, me. I feel a bit sorry for the princes. Why? Because their uncle's going out with Kylie Minogue. It's a bit like, yeah. oh, wow. The boys? Yeah, the boys. <laughs> like They, well, they don't know the Kylie Minogue. Do they even know who Kylie Minogue is? They must. Yeah, she no. always does these things at the palace. Oh, is she one of those ter- yeah, palace not... turner-uppers? Duran Duran. <laughs> she's a palace turner-upper. <laughs> the ones that something Daisy producer watches likes them. Yeah. Who else? Quo. used to be Quo. Well, we can't mention them all, because... Frank, what about (laughs) when... What about when... um, Yeah, we can't mention them all, Frank. (laughs) No. What about when Brian May got on the roof of Buckingham Palace and played a guitar? I mean, come on. I know. Where were the police snipers? (laughs) (laughs) Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, there's a bit of news I'd like to raise this morning. Okay. We haven't mentioned him in a while on this show, which is a, a shame. Prince Andrew again? No. Okay. Which is a shame because he's one of my favourites. Uh, Charles Bronson, fiend of the show. <laughs> fiend of the oh, show. Oh, Charles Bronson. I the... mean, that could be a section on this show. Yeah, <laughs> fiend of the show. On. Yeah. I think you'll find he's now called um, Charles El Salvador. That's correct. That's right. After Salvador Dali. Of course. I believe because he's, he's an artist. Where does the L bit come from? Isn't it Charles El Salvador? It is. But he thought it was a bit of a pun on El Salvador, and it is a reference to Salvador Dali. Mm. He's not going to call himself El Salvador like H. Samuel. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. He thought he'd mix it o. up. Oh, Henry. There's a writer called O. Henry. Oh. I mean, not O. Henry. <laughs> yes. Um, that, there's a hole in my bucket. Um, Isn't the Fifty Shades of Grey person an initialed person? E. L. Oh, two. E. L. Nesbitt. Yeah. <laughs> is it Wistie? No. I want to say Wistie. No, that's... E.L. James. Um, Who's E.L. Wistie, then? That's um, Peter Cook's... Oh, that's right. E.L. James. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, these um, are, these are multiple. I'm on a single... No, well, he doesn't we've allow had an email. multiple. Single initial. Can In... I just tell you, we've had yes. an email. P. Diddy, M. People, LL Cool J. <laughs> LL Wrong. No, but LL Cool J. <laughs> Why do you say wrong? Because of the I mean, J. It, it's not wrong. No. No, no, they're saying J is it's the not single. An initial, is it? Not LL. This weird rule about one initial. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what LL Cool J? This is a this is a Gary Oldman sister. Yeah. LL Cool J stands for. Yes. Yeah. Good. Are we all say together. <laughs> one, two, three. Ladies, Ladies love cool James. James. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lovely. Which, anyway, back to Charles Bronson fun, in the cell. I think that's our first ever <laughs> community <laughs> rapper name <laughs> reciting we've ever done on here. We, have we done much speaking in chorus? I don't know. It was like the Very. start of watching Antigone or something like that, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
Oh, what a lovely island that yes. is. <laughs> Wrong room. I've told you it's Heart of Darkness workshop this morning. <laughs> so, meanwhile, over in uh, Maximum Security Prison... Can I just tell you on the subject of Salvador? You want to leave Charles Bronson? Think about no, it. No, I'll come back to Charles. Okay. Did I, I must have told you, I went out with a, a woman once back in Birmingham who said to me that the only reason... When we, when we um, fell out... Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, the only reason I ever went out with you is you look like James Woods in uh, Salvador. You do look a bit like James Woods. Yeah. She, people don't even remember him now, but that, she went for that reason. Just because I look like, like him. But is that a good reason for someone to go out with you? I've no. had worse. I mean, imagine if Prince Andrew said, at the, I've only got out with you because you look a bit like Danny Minogue. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be absolutely furious. She'd be more furious than angry Anderson. <laughs> Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Yeah, we were on Charles Bronson news, weren't we? Uh, or have you got more El Salvador? No, no, that was. I, I think I made my point. You just stepped off to return. Um, basically, here's the news. Charles Bronson, uh, who I think people <coughs> would know as, uh, as, as Britain's most famous violent prisoner. Mm. Prison's most dangerous, I believe. Most dangerous. And he is boycotting Coleman's Mustard um, because the brand shares a name with his fiance's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, there's so many bits of that sentence that made me chuckle there. He's not, not a least fan of fiance. Chris um, He's what? Well, he, anyone to do with Coleman he doesn't like. Yeah, it seems a strange thing, though. I mean, I'm not sure he entirely understands the concept of the boycott. <laughs> which I think you're supposed to do because you disagree with, like, the company's political movements or whatever it is that they do. And I don't think him... How's that going to affect them? Yeah. Also, I wonder if he realises that he may not have that much choice on what condiments he gets. He's in solitary confinement or jail. Well, I think you're a bit out of date on that. I you're imagine, kidding I me. imagine there's a whole condiment selection. No. I don't think anyone's going to be forced to eat a brand that they they don't. Want are they? What? So even I mean, Charles, what is Charles this? Bronson might force them. Even Britain's <laughs> most violent offender can say, "I'm not." I having don't that think. Busted. Can I say, in defence of Charles Bronson, he's never killed oh. anybody. Okay. Okay. Well, when you say defence, what we mean is it's okay for us to talk about him. <laughs> no, I mean it's okay <laughs> to talk about him because he's a celebrity. I think it's yeah. fair to say, but um, I don't think you can call him the most violent when there's people in who have. Um, He's called Britain's most dangerous prisoner. That's what oh, he's most called. Most dangerous. Yeah, because oh, well, he's constantly dangerous. getting into scrapes, Frank. Yeah, scrapes. I, I can understand. <laughs> scrapes. That. Like, who is he, Frank Spence? Oh, I've been in a scrape again. He once covered himself in. Was it butter? He covered himself in margarine. I got because a tub he was of planning, margarine, Betty. He was planning something, and uh, he d- he didn't want to be when grabbed. When you say planning something, <laughs> well, he was planning to go. Um, I don't want to know. He's going to do something naked and buttered. It was grappling. Yes. Um, Was it grappling? Yeah, as in he wanted to attack someone, I think. Yeah, you don't want to be fighting. And he put the butter on himself so that he couldn't be caught. That's, I mean, it's a, you know, he's no fool. My daughter once covered herself (laughs) from head to foot in Vaseline in her bedroom whilst playing, and catching her to wash her was a a real undertaking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, that slippery fish thing, it was like that. I used to have a uh, a a nine-and-a-half-pound carp. Yes. And when I took that from one room to another, it was the same Absolutely. problem. Yeah. You couldn't get any purchase. Yeah. Had it been a perch, it would have been different. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't get any purchase. <laughs> so he did some little drawings. I love his art, by the way. Yeah. I think it looks good. It's all right, it's not here. 
<laughs> Yet. I know. He's done some drawings. So the first one, there was a picture of uh, a cartoon of a mouse that he's yelling at, mm-hmm. saying, you little vermin, don't you dare bring that in my cage again. Yes, the mouse has brought him... The Coleman's, Coleman's mustard. Coleman's mustard, of course, yeah. yeah. And as, as we know, he is now eschewing the Coleman's mustard in favour of French. Yeah. I seem to remember that the man who uh, went out with the widow of Big Daddy wouldn't have brown sauce in the Is that right? house. <laughs> Daddy's... Yeah. Daddy's sore. Thanks for helping me out. <laughs> well, where were you with the, my favourite goth? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Prince Andrew, because of his jealousy of Jason Donovan, has stopped shopping at JD Sports. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go. Where he gets his, um, his stuff from now, because one often sees him in sportswear. Yeah. What's his sport? They're often associated with sports, Andrew. the royal family. Oh, golf, I reckon. You reckon? No, I've never seen See him, him play on. golf. Oh, the polo <clears throat> shirt and the Microsoft Inventor chinos, I told Interestingly, you. considering all the Scottish connections, you never see the royals playing golf. No. No, he does. he's on golf courses, doing business. Absolutely. Charles used to play polo, didn't he? Yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah. Um, pony and trap thing was uh, Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> pony and mm-hmm. trap thing? <laughs> yeah. Whatever you call that thing. <laughs> I think the boys are quite rugby-oriented or football, car- aren't they? They go along driving, to watch sometimes. Carriage driving, I believe it's called. Carriage driving, yeah. is it? a bit of that. Yeah, I think... Well, did he, he didn't have Coustart and Victor Spinetti in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they met. He arrived with well, her, Andrew didn't was, um, he? was... Um, he was in... He was in Red Arrows, wasn't he? He wasn't a Red Arrow. No, but he was oh, in aviation. He was a pilot. <laughs> Squeezing him into one of those little cockpits. I mean, was a pilot. I think face. that was the problem eventually. They said, so we can't get you in here. No, that was he a Marine? He'd, he'd be the only red arrow who had a convertible. <laughs> <laughs> so he can get his enormous head in. Imagine that going back. All right, all right, guys, everything's fine. What's <gasps> <laughs> the speed gone up? <gasps> <laughs> I, wish I'd, I wish I'd gelled. My hair's all over the place. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, we just had a text from 540. It's to be from Blondie, Hitler's dog. We've just had a text from 540. Congratulations. A little bit um, Inspector Cluzo as well there on my Ooh. second rendition. I'm going to have a third go at this. <laughs> third time lucky. We have just had a text from 540 that made me lol. Um... We're, you know, we've been doing the uh, favourite goth texting. Yeah. Yes. My favourite goth is Darren Goff. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. lovely. Yeah. Although, I will say this. I mean, if he were a goth in real life, imagine the <coughs> torch, bless you. Two sneezes of a morning. Two sneezes on the same show. Twice a kiss. One more to go. If Darren Goff were a, a goth... Yeah. It would be a torment being a cricketer wearing white all that oh, time. It would. Like that'd be terrible. <laughs> he must yearn for a long leather coat. If he could get into the New Zealand One Day team, he'd be all right. Would he? Yeah. Go playing black, <laughs> but probably not Matrix-style black no. leather jacket. <laughs> Matrix? No, no, indeed. So it's a good job they got a new companion on Doctor Who, or. Um, Charles Bronson wouldn't be able to watch it because it was Charlotte Coleman. Oh. Not Charlotte Coleman, Jenna Coleman. Jenna Coleman, yeah. God bless Charlotte Coleman. Yeah. Um, the thing is, he's in, meanwhile, meanwhile, over in Wakefield Prison, Yorkshire, <laughs> yes. Charles Bronson 
has... I mean, the woman he's marrying is Paula Williamson. She was an ex-soap star, I believe. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. And he already did his own composition of My Way. Oh, I see. Yes, which I think so. I sent to you, Frank. Yeah. In <laughs> case you missed it. Who knew? Yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> he changed the lyrics, didn't he? Yeah, which I don't think is actually legal unless you... No, uh... so maybe we shouldn't... Although oh, the parody laws have changed somewhat. He doesn't strike me as a man who's worried about law-breaking, Frank. <laughs> no, be- no, no, nobody's <laughs> above the law. <laughs> Do you think he's thinking... Oh, God. <laughs> Copyright law. This is going to be an extra three <laughs> days on this sentence. What if he brought it out as a single, though? Then he would have been in trouble. <laughs> He's if already was... in a bit of trouble. Well, he, are we allowed to say what he changed the lyrics to, or will we get in trouble? No, then we'll we get it? in trouble. Oh, OK. Well, would we better we? not say it. I don't know if we will, but let's oh, be I safe. Better safe than souls. Anyway, the, the thing is with um, CB. They could, they could, so they CB? Could, CB? They could play radio. it on CB radio. Yeah. And he's, he's, if he brought He's that, very he's CB radio. Um, he's, uh, you know, he got the girl at the end of the day. He's he's the victor to the victor goes the spoils. So I don't know why he's still angry. I know exes can be a looming figure in a relationship. But he's been through yeah. a few girls. Has this he? Th- yes. He went... And he doesn't want... He's had enough half of hearts <laughs> broken. Well, I don't think you'll ever have enough of hearts broken. But there's a picture... What about of- arms broken? <laughs> <laughs> there's a picture of her with her previous fiancé... Coleman. Yeah, Coleman. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Let's just call him Coleman. And weirdly, yeah. this is pre-Bronson. You know what I'm going to say. Have you I seen this exactly photograph? I know exactly what you're going to say. Can you tell me where the photo was taken, Al? They're at the uh, grave of Ronald and Reginald Cray. I found that a bit. <sighs> and she's wearing a Cray's T-shirt. It's almost like she's got a thing. Yeah. For the it, underworld. I think having your photos, it was, I mean, I, as you know, I was recently at the grave of uh, <laughs> Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I let you have an exception, but I normally ban uh, cameras in cemeteries. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a, it's a little bit... Um, I mean, maybe that's... Crass? <laughs> I don't know. Someone, I made me uneasy about it. Oh, me it too. It is somebody's grave, after all. So for mm. Coleman who's now no longer with her, mm. I think he could move No longer forward. with us, I thought he was going to say. <laughs> He's no longer with her. He could move forward thinking, well, perhaps I'm a goodie, and therefore she doesn't like me. She seems to be attracted to baddies. She was wearing the crazed T-shirt at the grave. She's now yeah. going out with Britain's most dangerous prisoner. Perhaps I'm actually a goodie. You know, it's nice sometimes yes. to have a nice well, feeling about yourself. Well, I understand that Tim Brooke Taylor, when his relationships <laughs> break down, consoles himself with a similar thought. <laughs> Uh, and um, Graham Garden. <laughs> I'm not going to keep going. I've got to do more. Two out of three ain't keep, bad, I mean... as I believe Meatloaf <laughs> yeah. once said. Mara, he was talking about buying chips. He'd ordered three. <laughs> After two lots, he said, oh, I'll do me. But come on, guys. Two out of three. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're near the uh, end of the show. Tune in next week when there'll be um, more stony ground from my live Looking TV. forward to that. Oh, oh can't, yeah. Can't I'm actually sh- wait. I mean, I, I mean, actually think I will think about that every day. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's well, quite feasible there'll be a joke that goes so badly it'll make the, uh, my favourite goth look like Del by falling <laughs> through the bar flap. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's someone to look forward to. Um, thank you so much for um, listening today. And what else can I add? I think it is it World Bookshop something tomorrow. Anybody? There you go. It's those kind of plugs that put things on the map. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bring on the feathers! You're listening.
to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.